Welcome to Business Works. This is Hal Alpiar, and my guest today, Randy Robbins. Randy's going to talk with us about his business, which is Fast Track Solutions. That's F A S T R A K Solutions. And you can find him on the internet. Uh, he'll, he'll give you the website and all that information in a couple of minutes as we get in, engaged here. But um, good morning, Randy. Good afternoon. Good evening. Whatever hour somebody's listening to this, we hope it's good. Hi, Hal. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. Thank you. Awesome. Um, Randy uh, has been doing some computer work for a client of mine and um, and has made me very pleased and the client's very pleased and um, he, because he's not only responsive and does what's needed, but does more than that and has a great sense of marketing skills uh, that accompany his computer services. So... Um, with all that said, Randy, maybe you can tell us a little bit about how you started Fast Track Solutions. What was that all about for you? And did you have certain training? Uh, did you have contacts set up, or did you have a pile of money to invest? Where, you know, how did it uh, how did it come about, and how long ago was that? Well, we originally started Fast Track back in, I guess, is around nineteen eighty six, eighty seven as a consulting business. And then uh, I kind of put that in mothballs. Uh, me and a guy by the name of Joe Wilmoth and Kevin Paul decided to start a company called Into the Net. We did internet access. Uh, we ran it for probably about 10 or 12 years. I sold my part of that business and started Fast Track back. And there was a big need for web design. Um, I pretty much just picked it up online. You know, at that time, uh, Everybody was getting into learning what the internet was about. We were still just getting past dial-up into broadband, and uh, it was just a matter of doing a lot of reading, doing a lot of uh, talking to other people, a lot of research on the internet. And you and you uh, you went to college for this? Or? Went uh, no, I actually went to Tennessee Tech. Uh, started out as an electrical engineer. Uh, I was working as a programmer during that time as my job to make some money while I was going to school. And realized I liked the programming better than I did uh, being an electrical engineer. So did programming, and from there we 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 our main customers were automotive. So from there I started doing a lot of training, a lot of traveling, and just got to where I learned to like what makes businesses tick, and that's what made I think makes us very successful in what we do now is because I like to find out what a business's goals are, where they're trying to go, and how we can help them out. And, and, and I gather that you're not limited geographically because you're doing work with me. We're both in Cookville, Tennessee at the moment, but uh, Randy's also doing work for one of my clients who's in central Pennsylvania. So um, there's there doesn't seem to be any limit because of the nature of the business. It's not, uh, it's not a retail operation. And so um, being that it's internet, Internet services uh, really opens the door to any place, I suppose. It, right? it, it does. Probably about 10% of our customers are outside of a day's drive of Cookville. I have some that are all the way in Hawaii and Canada and one in Australia. Do you go to the one in Hawaii? I'm, I would like to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Australia is good, too. Yeah. Um, in fact, the, um, the doctor in Pennsylvania who we're working with is – Spent a number of years in Australia before moving back here. Um, 
anyway, how, so so you got started with um, two other gentlemen as a consulting business, and you set that up. And then, when was that transition? When did that occur, where you got into working pretty much with yourself and doing uh, uh, internet services, and not not just consulting? But right. You know, how, how how did that come about? That was about 2008. After I sold my part of uh, Into the Net, I looked at what do I want to do, and I really enjoyed helping businesses. I enjoyed working on one-to-one, learning about their business. and So I built Fast Track or redesigned Fast Track at that point to be um, basically web design at that time because not a lot of the marketing oh, okay. was going on. And then all these other things just sprang up as the Internet matured, and we found out we need to do those for customers too. And so you you do all levels of um, website development, for example. I mean, do you do um, do do you do all the technical parts? Do you what do you do? Tell, tell I me. I do a lot of the technical parts because my background is programming. Right. I can do design, but I like the technical part better. So what I, I like to think of is we do websites that are very effective. We're we're very good at knowing what it takes to rank in the search engines. We're very good at knowing what it takes to make a website work the way it's supposed to. Um, and uh, and I can tell that. you, by the way, that Randy uh, hovered over my shoulder one day when I asked him if he could stop by because I had a major problem with my computer. And uh, it was embarrassing to me because he came in and pushed one button and was ready to leave. And that, <laughs> that straightened out the whole problem that I'd been struggling with for two days. So um, he he is very knowledgeable, I must say, and um, and it's part of the reason I was interested in having him come on today, Randy. Uh, what wh- where are you now with your business? So that's a little bit about how you got started. Where are you now? What what kind of time uh, is involved for you? What are there problems um, you know that you would like to have go away? Are you uh, what what kinds of things? Where are you headed? Well, where we're at right now, we've been in, in doing this for probably about 12 years. And when I started at that point, I had pretty much decided I was going to be a one-man show. I liked working at that level. I liked working on the businesses. But now it's got to where there's so many things that are involved with Internet advertising and taking care of a customer that I've decided I have to expand. So we're at the point now where I have hired uh, a salesperson that goes out and helps with sales and helps with customer interaction. And the biggest thing is we're – um, uh, standardizing and procedurizing everything we do. I mean, I've done it myself for 12 years and, and not even thought about what I'm doing, and now I'm looking at expanding and bringing other people in. Uh, so I've got to turn these services into products, and I've got to turn how I make them happen into a procedure I can hand to somebody else, and they can do it as as well or better than I could. So that's what I'm working on. So you believe in yourself, obviously, uh, as a true entrepreneur would, but you are also keeping doors open as you move along to to accept other people's input and thinking and, oh, yeah. and develop your business that way. Um, do you do you have a plan? I mean, most entrepreneurs their their idea of a plan is to scribble something on an envelope, uh, and there's nothing wrong with that because then maybe an hour from now you're going to change it, so you throw it away and scribble another plan, you know and um, but then there are, I've met a couple of people who I thought were entrepreneurs and then they showed me these like volumes of hundred page 
business plans that um, were totally unrealistic. Right. <laughs> and, and of course, by the time you print them out, they're they're obsolete. So I'm wondering if you do any kind of planning stuff, or do I, how does that work for you? I, I do have a plan. It's not in terms of we're going to grow by this number of employees or this much money. Uh, what we're trying to do now is, is because our internet marketing covers different facets, is we're taking one of those at a time. We're trying to, to improve it and make it as, as good as we can, make it turn into as much of a white glove service for our customers, and then proceduralize it and give it to somebody so they can start running. And I'm, our first one we're doing right now is reputation management, which is real big, especially for uh, local services. Can you explain the reputation management for people that are not familiar with that? The, the easiest, the simplest part of it is, is the reputation through reviews. It's it's gathering reviews, ask, helping businesses get reviews for their business, uh, helping them work through the negative reviews, uh, teaching them how to do that without getting emotional, because obviously everybody is very personal about their businesses, yeah. and then taking it from there and using those reviews to let other people see what kind of business they do. No. How do you physically do that? I mean, are these reviews that are just online? Or are they reviews of questionnaires from from customers? Uh, uh, you know, what on exactly. paper? Uh, you know. Yeah, an example of how it would work is let's say that we we've got a restaurant. Okay. Then from that restaurant, we'll either gather their names and email addresses or phone numbers, and or we'll hand out a business card that says, please go to this address and give us a review. They go there, and then once they go there, it'll ask them um, if they would be kind enough to leave a review at a certain place. And the most common place is Google. That's the most important place for reviews to go because that's where most people go to search for any business. Mm -hmm. Uh, Once they get there, they'll put in their review, and then they'll save it. We'll see it. Once we see it, we'll put it on the, the customer's website. We'll put it on their Facebook and things like that. If it happens to be a negative review, then what we talk to customers about is, you know, one, take a step back, take a deep breath, and don't get personal, <laughs> and look at it as an, as an opportunity to educate that next customer of theirs. You know, what went wrong? You know, or was it an expectation of the that person who left the bad review, or is it something wrong with my service where I need to take care of it? You know, so, so criticism is an opportunity. It is. It, it's it a is. good opportunity. Yeah, you know, it's just hard to take on the chin sometimes. I see that. Uh, <laughs> that that's what happens. Um, I'm gonna. We're gonna come back in a minute here. Um, I'm gonna take a little break, and we're gonna ask you to stay around. Um, and in the process, um, I'm gonna plant the idea that when we come back, one of the things I want to have uh, Randy discuss, if he can, is. Uh, is how what his plans are and what lessons he's learned along the way that I've helped him to develop the business to where it is and to where it seems to be moving forward. So with that, we'll take a short break. Don't go away because you got some really interesting answers, I am sure, that are coming up. Welcome back to BusinessWorks. This is Hal Alpiar. I'm talking today with Randy Robbins. Um, I always kid him about he should change his name to Red Robin. Yum, you know. But he's Fast Track Solutions in Cookville, Tennessee, but really worldwide. So, you know, you can deal with Randy. doesn't matter where you're hearing this podcast or the show. Um, he's easily accessible. He'll give you his uh, – in fact, why don't you start us out? Give us your, your 
contact information and then maybe uh, for anybody who doesn't write it down quick enough we'll give it again at the end and then we'll come back and ask you some questions so okay yeah the easiest way to get in touch with me probably is just go to the website go to fasttracksolutions.com f-a-s-t-r-a-k right solutions no c in there okay so and my email address is excuse me and solutions with an s at the end that's it all right one word fast track solutions Okay, go ahead. Email address is rrobbins with two Bs, R-R-O-B-B-I-N-S at FastTrackSolutions.com. There we go. Okay, rrobbins, R-O-B-B-I-N-S at FastTrack, F-A-S-T-R-A-K, Solutions with an S dot com. So that'll get you uh, to open the door, and um, you'll get an opportunity to talk with Randy personally about any issues, concerns, questions you may have involving internet services for your business and um, and consulting. Randy, I'm finding out, is also a, a very astute marketing consultant and has a good understanding and grasp of how to use the internet for marketing purposes. So um, that's another, you know, a positive here that you can give him a call and talk to him about that. Uh, Randy, I wonder if you could... Uh, Give us a sense of what advice you might have for other people who uh, who seek to follow your path, who think they are entrepreneurs or have entrepreneurial skills and have been beating their heads against the wall. I'm sure we've all done that at some point. And how, how do they get out of that? How do, they, how do you step up and get past it? How, how much do you have to believe in yourself? Can you give us a little uh, on that thinking? Sure. I think the biggest thing for me was Make sure you do something that you love. You know, you've heard that saying before. If you do something you love, you never work a day in your life. And if you're an entrepreneur and you're out there working, you know how important that is because those hours can be long. Those paychecks can be kind of far between sometimes when you're starting out. And doing something you love makes it a whole lot easier. Okay. Doing something you love. Boy, <laughs> that's uh, that's exciting thought because – I think a lot of people feel like if they do that, they're going to go broke or they're going to get sick or they're going to, you know, get in an accident or they're going to have a bad family life or something. Is that, uh, I think there are a lot of excuses people put up. And just as you mentioned before about, um, you know, talking about uh, conflicts and stuff like that. Right. It's an attitude. It is, and you know, by doing something you love, you have to be careful because it's real easy to sacrifice other things that's in your life. My office is my home. I've got to make sure to make time for my family, make time for my kids, uh, you know, and make time for for yourself, you know, health-wise or whatever it may be because you get consumed in trying to grow that that baby of yours. Yep. Okay. Well, this is is hot stuff here. Thank you. What's your... What would you consider as your best kept secret to success? I mean, what's brought you here? What What is the thing that's inside you that kind of makes you tick? You know, I think one is uh, that's made me, I think, successful in what I've done is, is just simply treat people the way you want to be treated uh, from that standpoint. And the other thing is, is always continue to learn, uh, especially in my business. Uh, I, I spend probably a good... 20 to 20% of my time or more a week just learning new things because the Internet is changing so fast. And uh, from that standpoint, 
you know, look at people that you can either use as mentors or look at uh, online Facebook groups or something like that where you can see what other people are doing. Because as entrepreneurs, a lot of times we, we kind of live in a vacuum, you know, because we may be the only one in our area that we're, is doing what we're doing. Uh, and uh, you've got to find out what other people are doing and see how you can so Okay, so, so Randy Robbins has a three-step success <laughs> program for anyone with entrepreneurial instincts or even entrepreneurial thoughts. Uh, number one, what I hear, do what you love. Two, treat others the way you want to be treated. And three is always learn. That's uh, those are pretty pretty good pretty good pieces of advice. I think. Um, how, how how supportive have has family or other people, employees, staff, investors, friends, uh, other business owners? Uh, how how important has all that been in keeping you focused on those three points? I, I think it's been great. I mean, my, my wife is very supportive, and the fact that I work at home that. That uh, sometimes can be tough, you know. That's why I said you got to make time for family. Uh, she's probably my, my biggest cheerleader. Um, and I think you'll find that most people want you to be successful. So if you go out there and find somebody that you want to be your mentor or you want somebody to, to give you advice that's doing it somewhere else, they're going to want you to be successful and they're going to help you. It's just finding that person that can, can do that for you. Working at home. Let's talk about that for a minute. Uh, I remember when I first did that, <clears throat> and um, I, I used to get sidetracked because I'd made the mistake of looking out the window once in a while, and I'd see a bird fly down <laughs> or a piece of paper blow across the yard or something, you know, that would prompt me to get up and go, you know, pick up the paper or, to, you know, I was looking for excuses, I guess. <laughs> It took a little while to get past that. I finally had to put a black shade on <laughs> the window and blank it out. Um, but is that is that ever? Uh, I'm I'm sure that has to be uh, tempting for you. With with do you have children? I, my children are grown now, but or, when I did, but when it, they were little, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it can be some distractors. If anybody that knows me knows I'm a night owl, so I get most of my work done after it's dark, so I don't see the distractors out the window. And everyone else is going to bed. I'll put my headphones on and some music, and I'll uh, knuckle down and get some work done. Do you ever sleep then? I do. You do? How about that? Okay. Um, do you ever do, you ever do these, these um, you, you mentioned these, like, surveys that, uh, for clients and stuff. Have you ever done them for yourself? You know? I really haven't. Yeah? I should, you know, but, uh, yeah, I haven't. I think it's. It's a good thing to find out what what your clients think about your business and yeah. everything. But uh, I mean, I think it's pretty good. <laughs> I'm pleased. Um, I'm sure others are. What you had mentioned the other day that you are actively involved with an organization um, that is not just local, but is also apparently uh, spread across the country and, and other places. Is that correct? Do you want right. to mention that? Or? It's a it's a great organization for businesses that are starting out. It's called BNI. It's a business network. BNI. Right. BNI, Business Network International. Okay. And uh, they can just go to BNI.com online and find out about it. But what's great about it is we have a meeting once a week. I meet with, uh, in our group, we've got about 30-some people. And our whole job for each other is to find referrals and find business for each other. 
And if you don't have a long Rolodex of people's names that you can go and call on as you start your business, it's it's awesome. Because you go in there, you spend that day, uh, that meeting, telling them what you're looking for, and you basically have 30 or 40 salespeople that are going to spend that week trying to help you find those those leads you need. So BNI, uh, can you tell us a little bit, Randy, about what's the difference between that and, um, you know, let's say Rotary, Lions Club, uh, Chamber of Commerce, that's those other kinds of organizations locally that are kind of, they're everywhere. I mean, you know, sure. in every town. Um, what's the difference with BNI? Well, you know, those organizations are great places to network. Some of them are social, some of them are business. But I think the biggest difference with BNI is there's an accountability. One of the things that we do is we track each other's number of referrals we bring to the group. We track how many visitors we bring, whether we're there or not. So there's that accountability. And we also spend some time, some time every meeting doing education, trying to help people how to network better. Okay, so the, the focus is on uh, action-oriented focus. It's, it's it is. getting things done for others and helping yourself in the process. Um, that's interesting. Okay. And so how does someone get in touch with that organization if they are listening? Well, you can go to BNI.com, and it'll allow you to search for the closest chapters to you. Okay. And then B it'll give you contact information for the chapters. B-N as in night, I, B-N-I, boy, night, information, <laughs> BNI.com, and that'll take you there. Okay. Um, what, what, um, you gave us a, a lot of input here, you know, do what you love, treat others the way you want to be treated, uh, always uh, learn. How do you always learn when you're doing the other two? <laughs> As if you're doing what you love and you're treating others the way you want to be treated, then those are very time-consuming. So yeah. how do you make time for always learning? Do you have to put it aside, or do you just go at it whenever you can? or what's your? Well, you, you just you have to commit time to it. I mean, obviously, I work a lot of hours, um, but it's important to stay on it because that's what makes you successful for your customers. Okay. Uh, the Internet changes so fast. I mean, an example is uh, Google My Business. You know, they come out with new things every single week, so you got to stay on top of that. Okay. Well, we, we thank, we're running out of time here, so we thank you very much, Randy, uh, Randy Robbins, Fast Track Solutions, for being on today. Um, we hope that you will consider returning, and I certainly look forward to working with you down the road with the client we have and, and others as they come along. In the meantime, we ask you all to, uh, if you're interested in this, you can go to www.newstalk941.com slash podcasts and pick up this show and others. In the meantime, we wish you a great week. And uh, have a, a terrific day ahead.